All the pre-rolls have been smoked. My mother did not want butt plugs in her house. The Krusty Krab. <laughs> no, this is Patrick. Reed was definitely not the first dog oh, to shit in that dispensary, and he's not the last. Hello. Hello. This is Courtney. And Rebecca. And this is High and Bothered, the cannabis podcast that took seven episodes to actually talk about cannabis. <laughs> we got there. We get there. We eventually get to the point. <laughs> That's like the story of our lives. We eventually like, get to the point. See, you're a lot more concise than I am, though. I feel like that should be the like title to my memoir. <laughs> Eventually, I get to the point. Actually, no, I can't concur. Sometimes I have to be like, Corny, is this story going somewhere? Or did you like lose yourself? She'll be like, okay, this this part is not relevant to what needs to... What was it in the car that I was talking to you about? And I literally was going back and forth just being like, I think it was a Tuesday. And you're like, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't care what day of the week it was, woman. Get to the point. Mm. But, so we are here with you today to talk about... One of our favorite topics, cannabis, and all the many ways to consume it. So many. So, so many. many ways to consume. I was about to say last week, but it was actually a longer time ago. Oh. Um, we had posted, you know, on our Instagram story asking for some suggestions. Got a few that were marijuana related, so we can, you know, touch on those today. <laughs> um, but before we before we get started, let's talk about what we are consuming today. Uh, isn't that like a disease people die from? Uh, that's what they, gumption. They, no. no, they like, they, gumption is like when you have like gusto. <laughs> I think. Consumption was like something that people died of in like the 1800s. Oh. I don't, don't quote me on that. I don't know what exact year it was. And I'm pretty sure it was actually something else, but oh. they just called it consumption. Oh, I'm okay. not really sure why. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. Anyways, we're consuming. Well, first today we have our fun little THC beverages from Cantrip. The watermelon mint THC infused seltzer. Um, they're they're only five milligrams a can, so it's a nice way to just like slow you and know, steady, slow and steady. Sip on something. We we got some of the Bubby's baked. Brownie bites and snickerdoodle bites. Oh, and in the adventures of Courtney, mm. I decided to switch up from my normal, my normal oral. Oral? <laughs> I mean, they're both oral. They are both oral. My normal oil vape. And at the dispensary we went to for a grand opening, which we'll discuss shortly, they had disposable dab pens. And I decided, sure, let's try this disposable dab pen that is 97% tag. <laughs> Yay! Um, and this thing destroys me in an instant, and I love it. Rebecca, what do you have going on? I mean, I currently just have my my beautiful new bong from the Burning um, Burning Love Shop on Instagram. Just this beautiful iridescent and I just have a Sunday driver in it because, fun fact, everything I got at the grand opening. I, I know you s- said we should save some of it to consume while we're talking about it. But that was too much to expect of me. 
And all the all the pre-rolls have been smoked. They were wonderful. They were great. I can still I still had the packaging and I can still talk about it. But I'm I thought about that today and I was like, Rebecca's gonna smoke all of her pre-rolls. <laughs> yeah, I if we're being honest, me purchasing pre-rolls is out of just sheer laziness and the aesthetic of pretty packaging because they are not for someone who smokes pre-rolls the way I smoke pre-rolls. This girl is a slut not, for pre-rolls. I just I smoke like a chimney when it comes I mean, in general, but like it's not economic for me to buy pre-rolls, so stop making them in pretty packaging with yeah. fun tins. Yeah, it's like literally the two things that you're a slut for. Pre-rolls and pretty packaging. Pretty much. Like, the two things that always get to you. Oh, and then one of these is a limited edition, too, as well. And that kind of, as much as I know it's all fake, limited edition is just made up to, you know, get people to buy things. You know, it's that FOMO marketing, but I, I don't, don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> If it's gimmicky marketing, I don't know. I don't care if it's if limited edition is bullshit. This limited edition is worth it. Please tell me more about this limited edition. Yes. So on Saturday, we went to the Greatest Hits grand opening in Dudley, a new recreational dispensary. Beautiful store. And they had (laughs) a pre-roll pack. It's a Justin Bieber collaboration with um, Palms Pre-Rolls. It's called Peaches, after, you know, that recent song. And it came with a lighter that also says Peaches on it. And the cannabis was good. I mean, I just thought I was laughing my ass off because I think it's the first time I've ever seen, like, an in-person, like, celebrity collab with a cannabis company. And there's just something about it being Justin Bieber and that song Peaches that I just, like, this is a piece of history that I cannot miss out on. And I just love it because Justin Bieber isn't a baby, baby, baby Oh, anymore. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not a baby. He's an adult making some weird decisions with his <laughs> life, but, you know, that's not what we're here to but talk we about. But we still, we still, yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't help it. I had to get it. I need to take a moment to just appreciate this noise. <laughs> um, that's the sound of the tube of um, Bubby's baked goods, Bubby's. the snickerdoodle bites. They come in one of those, like, pop-top tubes. Ooh, thank you. Of course I'm going to shower. Sharing is caring. So, um, we're gonna enjoy some, some snickerdoodle. These things are so fucking good, I can't even deal with myself. They are. They are super good, yeah. They're, like, so chewy mm-hmm. and, like, and fudgy. Not weedy. Not, and- not weedy at all. Yeah. God, the snickerdoodle ones. Normally, like, blondy things or, like, snickerdoodle or whatever, normally those ones still taste super, like, weedy to me. So I normally go for, like, chocolate Yeah, because chocolate covers the taste up so much more so than, much like, more, yeah. vanilla. Yeah. And so the brownie bites are even fucking better. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, you know, have some of those a little bit, a little bit later mm-hmm. on. A little bit, a little bit later. So yeah, we went to we went to Greatest Hits. Um their event was super cute. Oh my god, it was so um, nice. Their staff were lovely. Uh every single person we talked to was just like so sweet mm-hmm. and so informative and just like willing to like stand there with you and like have a full conversation yeah. and walk you through something despite the fact that they were like absolutely swamped. There were tons of people there. 
Um, and despite all the chaos, they just gave like special attention to everyone. Definitely, if you live in the Massachusetts area, recommend taking a trip out to Dudley mm-hmm. and uh, and hitting up Greatest Hits uh, Cannabis Company. And because... just super fun theme. Super fun theme in regards like they're like Prince Records and, you know, Rolling Stones and just all sorts of. So if you're especially a fan, like I'm gonna, I'm about to like take my dad to this dispensary because I think he would love it. Yeah. I, I think he oh, would love I it. Think I he think would it's too. just such a like great like theme. I guess theme is the correct yeah, word. Like, yeah. It's a theme. theme it's a for... theme. It's, it's a music themed. And I also realized that it's a pun. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, greatest hits. hits. Yeah, greatest. I, I yeah. hadn't thought about it. Like greatest hits, hits. Rolling Stoned. Like yeah, they stop. they have these super delightful stickers that are very like retro looking. One just has like you know their label, but there's one that I'm really excited to stick on something. Like I actually need to buy a new water bottle mm-hmm. because my water bottle is out of space for stickers. But it says Rolling Stoned on it, and I just think that that's the funniest joke so good. in the entire world. It's so good. But, yeah, like, inside, they also had, like, they had a lot of merch. Yeah. Um, a lot of really fun, like, designed merch. Funny enough. So, I think it's just so ironic, because, like, that dispensary looked a lot more like the dispensaries I saw in Colorado. Mm. Where there's, like, actual things on display, and it, it it's... A lot like more aesthetic on purpose and there's things on display and there's like merch on display and it's way more like that's what the dispensaries were like in Colorado so I think it's funny that I immediately come back and these dispensaries are popping up that are much more like actual like yeah they're dispensaries but they're also a little bit more set up like a store where you can you know you don't have to just browse on a screen for the selection you can walk around and physically see things yeah yeah exactly and, and it's I not do so like that. medical and practitionery yeah you know it's not so like everyone line up have your IDs know what you want by the yeah. time you get up to the counter oh yeah they like it's like they were they still, like, you know, followed all of the regulations that they have to follow, but they did so in such a casual way. It felt so much less, a lot less, like, regimented yeah. and, like, stiff. A little less, like, um, like, I just, I don't know. I remember my first initial experiences in recreation here. It's like, the people were always nice, but it's just, like, standing in line behind, you know, when you're just, like, standing in line in, like, the little rows yeah. But to get up to the register just makes you feel kind of like cattily almost. Like you're just being herded to the front to then be like yeah. herded out. Yeah. Honestly, my my experience with first going to dispensaries in Massachusetts was actually pretty negative. I won't mm-hmm. say what dispensaries I had gone to initially. Because I mean, it was the very beginning. They probably were very stressed out, yeah. like trying to you know, make sure everything was all all good. But the dispensaries that I went to in the very beginning were very, like, the people that were working there were just very, like, stone-faced, very, like, stoic. I feel like to some degree, not, I mean, not that they didn't have to be, but no, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, I feel like it was a way more... I don't know, I felt like I was picking up prescriptions at a pharmacy as exactly. opposed to picking something up at a dispensary. Like, I know, I mean, at least for me now with my med card, it is my medication. But still, like, I don't want to be talking, like, blandly to a pharmacist. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so it was just really weird. It's like you would think 
that I don't know us us cannabis users are right? usually a fun goofy bunch like yeah I I'm a goofy stoned person Rebecca's a stone mm. goofy stoned person like everyone we hang out with that we smoke with are goofy stoned hey, people I'm a goofy goober yeah you're a goofy goober yeah we're all goofy goobers yeah goofy 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 yeah but yes no, i was exactly. about to be like i i thought you were about to be like i'm a goofy stoner yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> no full spongebob we don't full SpongeBob. we don't we don't alt the, the the spongebob quotes stay in spongebob quotes how am i supposed to how am i supposed to let everyone know i'm a millennial <laughs> is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. Anyways, after. <laughs> so it was a super fun event. They had live music. They had food. They had a couple of wonder, a couple more than a couple. They had vendors there who were also super great to talk to. I think the, who was the first vendor that we spoke with? Um, The first vendor we spoke with was, I think, Blue River. Yeah, Blue I River. Think that yeah, was and the they were the, we um, ex- not extracts. Oh my God. Um, no, they were extracts. Yeah, extracts, yeah. They were extracts um, because their their table covering had a oh, picture yeah. of like the two tools with like wax stretched between them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that makes me hungry. Like, no, I know that I'm not supposed to eat that, but it looks like I want to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they were the first. And they told us a lot of things about their extracts and the way that they make them. That didn't make a lot of sense to us because we have pretty limited, like, basic knowledge of extracts, like, as they stand alone. Like, I know, I know a little bit, but, like, so when they were telling us, like, about the process, I was like, I don't really know, like, cool, tell me about the process that you use. I don't know what the alternative process is, so I don't know if I should be like, ooh, that's so different and new, but, like, I'm sure, I'm sure one day we'll learn more, uh, especially if we keep doing things like this. Exactly. Um, And then, I think, I think this was probably both of our favorites. The second booth that we went to was Wana. Wana, W-A-N-A, a Colorado, an initial Colorado-based brand. The lady there was super nice. I got a shirt and a bucket Very hat. nice. Yeah, and they, I have to say, their their swag game was, like, next level. Yeah. Like, Blue River had, um, they had, like, some lanyards. They had these really cute, like, lotus pins oh, that yeah. were yeah, um, yeah. blue. Like enamel pins, which I got one of those, and that's super cute. I put it on my denim vest. <laughs> um, but like, I feel the the variety that Wana had was also yeah. like great. It was like t shirts, bucket hats, lighters, like yeah. stickers, everything, and it was it was lovely. And oh, and you can you can never forget the uninfused samples when you get uh, to like yes. actually try their gummies. Vegan gluten-free gummies. They have a higher melting point, so they won't get all melty and squishy I'm on like ya. Gelatin, icky, icky gelatin. And so they remind me of. Uh, I don't know if any other kids out there were were the type of childhood that I had, but <laughs> the sun-kissed fruit gems. I think I've actually mentioned that before on the podcast, but I'll never get over them. The sun-kissed fruit gems, they were the best things in the entire world. They still sell them, I'm pretty sure, but huh. I'll see if I can, like, yeah, order them I have no idea bulk on Amazon or something. 
But yeah, trying, being able to try edibles mm-hmm. that are uninfused, I, I think that it. that is such a good move for, because yeah. that's the one way that they can give samples and like people can know like what their, what their products taste like. Yeah. Um, I appreciated the fact that she brought up specifically that they're, because they started in Colorado, that they're like 10 or 10 or 12 years ahead on Mm -hmm. flavoring things. Yep. And I'm like, that really is like the most important thing, like, is just making a product that both is effective and like tastes good. Yeah, because I a lot of edibles when they first started here, it was either just like chocolates or like gummies that weren't that good. Oh man, and they were all gelatin and they always melted. And... Remember those chocolate bars we got that one time oh that gosh. we ended up like throwing some yeah, of them away because like, we weren't eating them because it was like white chocolate. Yeah, it and was not good. so it literally just tasted like weed flavored white chocolate. And, like, very strongly so. Yeah, it was not good. We, I re- yeah, I remember we were just like, we're just going to throw this away because it's going to go bad before we can consume it. Because it's just like, I don't know. If I'm not going to enjoy consuming something, I'm not going to consume it just for the sake of the buzz that could come from it. Exactly. Like, people say the same thing about, like, drinking. Yeah. They're like, I'm not going to drink something unless I like the taste of it. Like, I'm not going to drink something just to get drunk. Just for the sake I'm, of. I'm not one of those people. I'll drink things just to get drunk. Um, <laughs> That makes me sound like I have a lot more prob- of a problem than I do. But... I'll, I'll at least say that those are very rare occasions mm. that I'm just like, I need to be obliterated right now. Mm-hmm. Cannabis, cannabis has taken, has taken much more of a front seat in that regard anyway. Oh, it's like, rather than get drunk, it's like, oh, I had a hellish day at work. I'm going to get violently high and lay on the couch and not move <laughs> for four hours. And Perfect. it's going to make me feel a lot better. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And the next vendor that we talked to, I know it was a... Nice young lady from a brand that represents a couple of different brands. And they both had way different vibes, which I appreciated. The first one was The Lab, which that was their more concentrates and things of that nature. Really fun. The sticker has like a spaceman on it. It's very like futuristic in that way and fun. I I almost bought one of their their carts uh, at Mm. the event because... um, I was, because of the packaging, I was, like, looking at it, and I was like, oh, I really like the aesthetic of this box. <laughs> Love it. And then um, the other was Sesh, which is spelled very interestingly, mm-hmm. but I like it. I like the aesthetic of it. It's um, it's S-E-C-H-E, but the E's both have an accent above them that's just, yeah. like, a the horizontal line. line. Which I really, I actually don't know if it's an actual accent. Yeah, or if it's just, or if like, it's a just like a design element, but it, it does look cool. And they have a lot more like of that woodsy feel because, mm-hmm. you know, they sell a lot more flower. Yep. Um, she said that, um, the, she said the smoke all day where it's like a relatively low THC, but like if you're like an all day cannabis consumer, 
keeping it low and slow and just kind of like cruising throughout the day is probably more than likely how you're gonna want to do it yeah and it like um didn't she say that that one came in like a larger quantity than most yeah yeah yeah. than most do it was this pretty like mint green jar i was like i want this just for the jar (laughs) like i want the weed inside of it too but like the jar the jar but yeah it was it was it was really great and then the last um vendor we talked to was uh ocean breeze which that was that was (laughs) That one was just fun because we we got along with that yeah. dude really well. I wish I wish we I remembered his name. I know he was he was fun. We had some good conversation with him. We literally first started talking to him because I like accosted him because I realized that there was like a bear on his shirt oh, or yeah. something. And then I realized so his shirt was literally like one of those magic puzzle things where you're supposed to put your face really close to it and then like pull it away like it was very colorful but like all mashed together it was but a hawaiian you... shirt with designs of animals hidden with yeah it. but it was also a little bit more than than a hawaiian shirt yeah it was it wasn't just like a shirt with like flowers on it or yeah. something it was like it was like flowers and shapes and yada yada and then there were these like almost just like outline kind of sketches of animals throughout it and there was like an mm. elephant and a lion and a bear and like who knows what else animals and so it was funny because i like ran up to him <laughs> we were already approaching the booth but then as i saw his shirt and i saw the bear i was like your shirt has bears on it and he was like my shirt has a lot of animals on it mm. and i was like Oh my god, it does! And I got really excited. So, naturally, <laughs> the the conversation went very, very fluidly from yeah. there. Because we were just very strange people. We went on a lot of topics. Yeah, and I mean, they had great swag because they had swag for the good girls and boys. The good girls and boys? So, God, read a... Um, he had, We have a ball now that has the ocean breeze cultivators on it. A um, frisbee, these nifty water bottles that obviously are for the humans, but like, no, like swag for the dogs. Because as we had the conversation with him, the brewery and the dispensary, like bubbles, there's so much interlap in that middle part. That Venn diagram is so overlapped because I am someone, I don't drink beer. I hate beer. I love going to breweries. Yeah. I, I like the experience. I like the vibe. They're generally outside. My dog is allowed. They usually have at least a couple of other beverages that I can enjoy. If not, they just have food that I can consume. But yeah, no, like dispensary crowd and like brewery people are very similar and we all have dogs. Right. <laughs> it's like, it. it is. It is a funny like concept when you think about it because it's like, it's it's a very obvious Mm-hmm. Venn diagram that's actually a circle. But mm-hmm. I never actually thought about it. Like, yeah. it's like the same people that are going to breweries and bringing their dogs are the same people who are going to dispensaries. Yeah, and, and want to be able to bring their dog. be able to bring their dog. Yeah, I mean, unless, like, and, I mean, always call ahead to the dispensary. If it sells medical, I can tell you right now, the your dog will not be allowed in unless it's a service dog because they sell medical. But any recreational place, just give them a call ahead of the time. Most of them are totally, like, cool with it. And then others are also totally cool with it. And have dog treats like Nova Farms. Every time I bring Reed there, they always try to give him a treat. He never takes it because he's too anxious to eat. 
He Alex. also, I think, just doesn't like those treats. Yeah. Every dog I've ever met doesn't like those treats. <laughs> but yeah. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, Reed has taken a giant shit in Nova Farms before. <laughs> oh, my um, God. That was so embarrassing. Rebecca obviously picked it up right away. Yeah, instantaneously. And like, was I, like, I go didn't even bat an throw eye. it away. And, um, and so she, like, went outside the exit door to throw it away. Mm-hmm. But there were no trash cans around, so she had to go over to, like, a porta potty to throw it yeah, away. Yeah, there was, like, a porta potty towards the end of the parking lot, so I tossed it in there, because there was no trash can, and I'm just, like, not an asshole. Yeah. So then- Despite you what had my to- parents' neighbor thinks, right? I'm not an asshole. Um, And then you had to wait in line again yeah. to get back into the dispensary, and the entire time I'm inside the dispensary <laughs> with Reed, and he, like, has to be facing the door. Yeah. No matter where we moved in the line, he had to make sure that he had an eye on the door. Because that's the door that mom went out of. So, like, he's just stare at the door. That's the one I'm coming back in through, yeah. Then, of course, there was the aspect that you weren't back yet. Mm. And I was getting to the front of the line. So, I was getting that, like, getting to the front of the line anxiety. Because Mm -hmm. we were buying stuff together that day. Yeah. And um, that was... That was... Yeah, because I just, like, I could have been, here's the thing, I probably could have, like, said to the, like, the person, be like, hey, I was just in there, I had to come out, and he probably, like, maybe he wouldn't have, but I could have asked to just, like, have him let me back in, and he probably would have, but I wasn't gonna fucking do that, because I'm not an asshole, it took like, yeah, like, it like it was definitely, like, more time, obviously, because I wasn't expecting to walk across the parking lot to the porta potty Yeah. But, like, I wasn't about to just, like, cut the entire line again. Well, also, the thing was, is, like, uh, the second you walked out the door, a guy came over with, like, cleaner to, like, spray yeah. the floor where it had been. And he brought over, like, a trash can uh, with him, too. <laughs> so I was, like, he probably was expecting, like, a poop that needed to be thrown away. Yeah, but I... So, you had, but you had already taken it, but so I'm I was like... But I'm just such a preempt, because I'm just, I'm such an easily embarrassed person, and I'm yeah. so preemptive to start, like, like, I, like, oh, my dog shit on the floor, I need to take care of this right now. You gotta, you gotta start to understand, though, like, you're go, you're taking your dog to a place that is dog friendly. Yeah. True. They deal with it all the time. This is... I mean, like, not there's all nothing the time. to be embarrassed about because Reed was definitely not the first dog oh, to shit in that dispensary, and he's not the last. <laughs> like, so, getting away from the dispensaries my dog has shed in, which is only one. I was about to be like, wait, are there more? <laughs> well, only one. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. So, um,. So I guess we still didn't, you know, guys, I try. (laughs) I tried, I tried writing out a structure. We haven't really stuck to it that well thus far, seeing as it's been a half an hour. But I think as long as we've gotten to the topics that need to be Oh, we haven't. (laughs) Yeah, we have. We've gotten, we just finished talking about what vendors were there. And that's here on the list like halfway okay yeah so so we're still i don't see the problem we're still getting through it yeah i know i started saying this earlier and i don't know how we got off track but um we had we had put out on instagram for suggestions Mm -hmm. on topics to discuss 
So we decided to grab a few of those that were cannabis related and throw those into this episode. So um, our first our first suggestion that we had received was from my godmother's daughter. I won't <laughs> say her name because I don't know yeah. if she wants me to say her name, but thanks. And that was what our first experiences were with weed. And we actually tried to record this on an episode recently that just ended up a train wreck. And... I already forgot what you said your first weed story was. That's good because I don't remember yours either. So, so it's perfect. It's like <laughs> I don't remember things. We we have we just have a complete do over. So anyway, um, I will. I'll go first because mine's pretty simple. Um, I didn't really feel like I I wasn't really curious about drugs or alcohol like in high school until I was like seventeen. And I started dating someone and he smoked weed quite frequently. And um, I finally was like, sure, whatever, like, I'll try it. And one day we went to right off of uh, right off of Route 9 in like the Framingham-ish area heading into Northborough. Um, there's a turnoff where... I think they've, like, completely changed that area now, but it used to be, like, there was a gym back there in, like, an old warehouse building, mm. and then there was, like, uh, an office park, and there was a parking garage in the office park, and we went to the top of the parking garage. Not sketchy. Not sketchy at all. In the middle of, like, a weekday. So, like, there were probably people, like, working. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And we're just, like... just trying to get their jobs done. We're just, like, on top of their They're just trying to survive their corporate nine-to-five, and you're, like, just teenagering up the place. Teenagering up the place. Um, And, yeah, so we were sitting in his car, and he had a bowl, and he packed the bowl, and he lit it for me because everyone's... At least every girl's yeah, first, yeah. like, first glassware-like story, a dude lit the bowl for her. Yeah. Like, that's just, I, that's yeah. just the, fa- it's a, it's a fact mm. of reality. Um, We've just come to accept it. <laughs> but yeah, so he lit the bowl for me, and I took a hit, and I don't, I don't think I, like, took a very large hit or anything Mm. like that but obviously first time i started coughing so hard that i then started throwing up while i was coughing oh my god and i literally like threw myself out of the passenger door that's a bad hit onto yeah no it wasn't a good time i did not have a good time it was probably really bad weed yeah no i was gonna say it was 2008 Bad weed, probably a dirty bowl, so... Oh, it was probably filthy. Probably a dirty bowl, so I'm sure there was just, like, layers of just, like, ash in there. Oh, yeah, it was probably fucking disgusting. And, you know, sometimes you just gotta throw yourself out the passenger door of a 1994 Ford Taurus yeah. to puke on a office park parking garage. Good. Poor janitor. I like to think that it just, like... Got washed away. Got washed away. Like, like maybe it, it rained, rained or something. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is a really random side story, but one time there was like some big, some big like Grateful Dead like 
deadhead fan thing that happened in um, Worcester. And they used the parking garage that we used for work as event parking, like that people mm-hmm. could park in. And uh, <laughs> the next day, when I was on my way into work, there was like a full human size shit in the corner oh of one of the like landings of the stairwell. Oh. Like somebody had just squatted and oh. took a shit like right there. And I literally remember going in and my coworker, who like is a deadhead, I walked in and I was like, there was totally a shit in the stairwell and she was like, yeah, there was a there was a, like, deadhead centered event like, that happened. She was like, somebody was probably on a lot of acid or a lot of hallucinogens. And I'm just like, okay. Okay. So, I mean, I think, I think puke on the top of a parking garage is better than taking a shit in the stairwell in a parking garage. Honestly. Honestly. Because somebody did have to clean that up. Yeah. I feel so bad because I know, I know for a fact that the person who had to clean it up was that one kind of off but super nice guy that worked in the parking garage. Don't recall. Oh, there was this one guy. He always said good morning to me because I would always be walking into the building as he was walking out of the building to the parking garage. Oh, interesting. And he was, yeah, he was one of the parking garage people and he would say good morning to me every morning and would say hi to me and ask me how my day was every time he saw me. Like, he's a really nice guy. Just a little, I don't know how to describe it. He was, he was just a little awkward, I guess. Your first experience. Yeah. So, for me, it was, I was at a concert. It's actually, um, it's it was um Club Hell, which is now where, what Ego is in Providence. Club. So it went from being the club where people get stabbed into the cl- to the club where the gays rage. Mm-hmm. So you know, all, all good things, all good things. But yeah, so it was at Club Hell. I was seeing Breathe Carolina with my boyfriend at the time. Um, after. We had, like, made friends with this couple at the show, and then after the show, they were like, hey, we have, like, a friend who's, like, in, like, the close crew with the band, Breathe Carolina, do you want to, like, come smoke with us on their tour bus? And we were like, yes, of course, of course we want to come on to the band we came to see's fucking tour bus. So, uh, me not thinking it's gonna happen, obviously, because, you know, why would anyone... Like, I'm, you're a lie. Everything you say to me is a lie until proven otherwise. I'm, I was just like, this isn't going to happen. But f- but the next thing I know, we are very much indeed walking onto their tour bus. And then we walk to the back of the tour bus. And we're just kind of chilling. And then d- d- Kyle and David do end up coming in. Which is just because I was just like, okay, so we're going to be on the tour bus. But we're not actually going to see, like... The main guys in the band. Like, it was still great to, like, meet the other people, obviously. But I was just like, but there's no way, like, Kyle and David is actually going to, like, come to. But no, so they did. So, um, I was, I was in love with Kyle, obviously. As if, yeah, obviously. I was in love with Kyle. And so we were just chilling there. I wasn't saying anything. I was mostly just taking it in. Yeah, I don't think I would know what to say either. I would just be sitting there. I would just, like, like... 
I'm <laughs> just like taking it in, absorbing what's fucking happening around me. Thankfully, my um, then boyfriend, super charismatic guy, like super charismatic. He's like, he's the reason we started even talking to them in the first place. I was initially like hiding behind them. Like, why are you talking to strangers? Stop fucking talking to people. <laughs> like that was, and then like, then eventually I stopped hiding behind him, obviously. But so we were, um just sitting there and then like Kyle hands me the bowl <laughs> so I take it and obviously like Courtney said I didn't hit it um I can't remember with like one of the guys next to me it wasn't Kyle because he had like handed me the bowl he was like kind of diagonal for me but someone lit it for me obviously because you don't light your bowl your first time yeah. we're ladies <laughs> But yeah, so, and then I proceeded not to really consume cannabis until my sophomore year of college. And that was probably, like, my soft, oh, no, that was, like, freshman, early sophomore year of high school. Mm. When I, when that happened. College? No, or, oh, no, oh, no, when my, that Yeah, happens. my first experience oh. smoking cannabis was, like, freshman sophomore year of high school and then I didn't really start consuming it until like uh, sophomore year of college the the thing that was weird about my relationship with like drugs and alcohol was like the group of friends that I was in like some of them were wonderful people that Mm -hmm. I loved and were my very close friends and some of them were legitimate degenerates (laughs) (laughs) which they were still people that I loved but um i i like grew up being 13 and having my friends be like have you heard of salvia oh my gosh we had such different childhoods and like salvia fucking makes you trip for a short period of time but it's legal and blah 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 and i honestly like I I don't I don't even believe it exists. I think it's just folklore. Yeah, I don't what I honestly it? so every time I've seen it, it's been like kind of like a black flaky substance. Oh. Um and people would usually like smoke it in bowls. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's but, consumed like cannabis is. I know that. Yeah, Miley Cyrus yeah. got caught smoking salvia by TMZ. That's that was one of my first like being made aware of things when Miley Cyrus was caught doing a bong rip of salvia and it was like fucking headline news 17 18 year old girl experiments with drugs fucking shocker mm. but yeah that that was my first experience 17 with salvia. 18 year old girl who is a child star yeah like um Drew Barrymore was literally drugs. fed the drug like she was on she was in clubs dancing on the fucking tables at seven or eight trash ever mind on cocaine so like let's leave miley cyrus at 17 doing salvia right the the substance that's legal and makes you trip for literally like five minutes allegedly allegedly i have i have one time tried smoking salvia and i did not feel a single fucking thing and since then i've just been like it's an urban legend it's a fucking placebo effect like people and so then throughout high school i was around people who would be like oh we're gonna go smoke salvia and then they would like 
be acting all fucked up, like, in the woods and shit. Yeah, but how much and of that is actually the Salvia? How much of that was actually... Exactly. And so, to me, I was just like, they're just acting fucking stupid. And yeah. it's annoying. Yeah. And so, that's why I, like, never really, like, felt the need to do anything. Because I was, like, for the most part, my experience being around mm-hmm. it was with people who were genuinely fucking annoying about yeah, it. Yeah, so why would you? Like, about everything. That's, Drinking, weed, like, anything. That's so funny, because I was very opposite. I was very much like, um, let's, uh, fear tactics work on me. Like, I hate to say it, but, like, fear-mongering, that's dare. Dare worked on you? Dare worked on me. No, but, okay, so I don't know It kind of worked on me, too. No, it full-on worked on me, because one day I found my sister's weed stash. Liz, I'm so sorry, and I know she already knows I did Did this. you call the police? No, I flushed it. I found it and I flushed it. How old were you? I was like uh, in middle school, <laughs> sixth, fifth, maybe fifth, maybe sixth grade. I found my sister's stash, you know, fresh out of dare at this point. Very much just like marijuana is the gateway, and like these are bad, and I don't want my sister to become a drug addict. So, and we found her weed. It was me and my friend Heather um, at the time. And so I flushed it. Fun fact, in case anyone was wondering, it's really hard to flush marijuana. It takes like 10 flushes, which is a little conspicuous. So be careful with that. But my sister did confront me being like, what'd you do with my weed? And I per- I played dumb as if she didn't fucking know. Like, she definitely knows. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, she, she it, it technically could have been your mom. No, my mom would have said something. Oh, you think my mom Maybe your mom was preparing to say something. Oh, she wouldn't have flushed it. She would have had it, though. I'm going to tell a really fucking personal story. This oh, is boy. This is where me and my, where my mom and your mom differ. When I was... St- when I was over 18, but still living at home, mm-hmm. so I was an adult, and I was in a relationship, and we were having sex, and we were kind of dabbling in some, like, less vanilla things, oh. and we had purchased some toys that were in my bedside table drawer, and I would just keep them there. Yeah. And one day... I came home and everything was like normal or everything seemed normal when I walked in and I went upstairs into my room and didn't really like, I I didn't go straight for my sex toy drawer. Like, Did she like take everything? So I didn't find out until like days later when I actually went to grab something that everything was gone. And... I forget what happened, but I think I, like, said something of, like, was somebody in my room? Yeah. And my mom finally, after apparently having sat on this for days, goes, yeah, I threw away all that disgusting stuff in your drawer. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Thanks for throwing away the, like, $400 worth of toys mm-hmm. that I had spent my own money on as a, like, 19, 20-year-old human with a boyfriend that I had been with for, like, two years. God fucking forbid. I, I... My mother did not want butt plugs in her house. I mean... <laughs> 
don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> How'd we get off track? You, you're how we got off track. I know. Because I keep hitting this dab pen like it's my vape pen. And... Stop. Ah, yes. The next the next uh, follower suggestion that was cannabis related mm-hmm. was um, a suggestion from the Dogs of Woo dogs Instagram. Dogs of Worcester. Instagram. Yes, the Dogs of Worcester. They followed me and I followed them and they're just a fun account that is here to feature all of the great dog friendly places in and around Worcester for all of us with puppers that still want to be social and have a life. Right? Like how like whoever you are, whoever runs that, like whether it's one person or multiple people, like bless your heart, you are fighting the good fight <laughs> and you are providing something that is absolutely essential to life. So you're the you're you're the MVP. Yes. And that is edible do's and don'ts. Low and slow if yeah. like hypothetically if somebody like just has their entire life just ripped bongs and never consumed THC and have yeah, any other way. it would way. hit them differently, and of wanted, course. I definitely wouldn't be like, oh, start with two, like, two milligrams. I'd be like, no, you're gonna need, like, at least, like, five. No, your body metabolizes. Anything. I think just low and slow is the general best advice, because at the end of the day, you can't add hair after you've cut it. You can't take THC out of your body once it's consumed. Valid. I don't care how experienced. You can take bong rips every single day. Yeah. But it's different when it's consumed and it's like your lungs, it's coming from your lungs into your bloodstream is different than your gut into your bloodstream. Yeah. It's different, so I think just low and slow. Yeah. You can always add more. You can't take it away. Yeah. It's just my point on yeah. that is when it comes to anything for the most part, but especially yeah. THC. Yeah, so definitely do do go low and slow. I'd say don't go any more than five milligrams for like the first dose that you take. Yeah. Also, there's a lots of different varieties. There's like chocolate bars and gummies. And I think the THC like seltzers and beverages are always um, yeah. a good way to start because it's like a five. It's, you can get like five or ten milligrams. It's a really great way, yeah, to like microdose yeah. and to just like slowly build, build it mm-hmm. up rather than um, just taking something all at once and yeah. like waiting for it to take effect. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but definitely low and slow. And then just, like, looking at different options. I never consume edibles made by people that are not professionals. Like, sorry, say what you want about me. I can, I'm sorry, I'm not eating homemade edibles because it's, you can't, you can't tell me how much THC is in it. And I don't know if it's going to absolutely ruin me. And I've been absolutely ruined by enough homemade pop brownies to just not want to deal with it. Not even that, but it's like, I don't know how much THC is in it. Yeah. I don't know if it's even going to be good if it's fucking homemade. It's probably not. I don't know if you used fucking proper hygiene like did you fucking fry that butter in like a fucking disgusting dirty pan i don't know there are so many other reasons now we have to fucking worry about fentanyl being in things because i Mm -hmm. people are fucking psychotic but 
it's just like, no, at this point, like, we've we've reached the point in time where it's getting cheaper to buy at the dispensary. There are a yes. lot of dispensaries around. Yeah. I know it's still not cheap, cheap, but you you can actually get it for relatively affordable. Yeah. Stop getting things that are homemade and in sketchy packaging and don't have in like ingredient information or yeah. like anything on not it. Not tested for saying that this is what it is. Yeah. And this is how much is it in it it, it, it is in it, it is in it. Is in it. Is in it. But yeah, no. So, exactly, yeah. So when it comes to edibles, just find first, like, think about, like, do you want a chocolate or a gummy? I prefer gummies over the chocolates. I don't know why. I've just never been a fan of the chocolates. But they also have, like, we have been munching on throughout this podcast is Bubby's Baked, which, so it's like you can get, like, snickerdoodles or brownies. So you can get that brownie if you want. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's literally the possibilities are freaking endless. There's so many now. And one of my favorite is, um, oh my god, I can't remember the brand, but it's the, it's, it's an edible, but it's a one that you don't chew. You just, like, swallow it and they have it, like, where it's, like, five milligrams, um, like, go. The there's drops. like drops. Yes, 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 drops. Yeah, drops. They're, yeah, yeah, they're called drops. And they have, like, one for, like, energy and waking up and, like, bliss and blah, blah, blah. And one for focus, one yeah. for bedtime. And it's, uh, it's like, mm-hmm. THC and, in some cases, CBD, depending on which one it is. And, yeah. like, other herbal, herbal like, remedy things. Remedy yeah. type things. So, yeah, those those are really great. I do like those. We haven't gotten them in a while. No, I haven't gotten those in a while. But they were they're the but, price of the price of them, like other edibles, is starting to even out. Yeah, and it's starting to get there. So it's definitely worth it. And also, like people at dispensaries, people want to like I don't know. There's like this like laughy laugh at like bud tenders because it's like bud tenders, but also like they do know a lot of them. Like they know shit. I was just Ask about to say questions. that that was gonna be my next thing was do like utilize the people, the staff at yeah. the dispensary you go to. Like I know they are salespeople, and sometimes like the automatic thing is like, no, I don't want a salesperson. Mm. But like this is something you kind of want a salesperson for yeah. because you can tell them exactly what you're looking to get out of something and they can make you a recommendation based on that. And, and a lot of times they will have tried, like it's not a requirement to consume in order to work at a dispensary, but I'm sure a lot of most people who work at dispensaries also probably also consume the product and, you know, they can give you like actual firsthand accounts. Obviously acknowledge that everyone's different and how it's going to affect everyone is different, but it's still nice to, that it's like they can recommend things based off of what you want the, and their the general experience. consensus yeah. too. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Cause they also have information. Oh, like, I'm giving reviews. my opinion at the dispensary every single, Oh yeah. I talked to the people there. Exactly. Like, so it's like they have, they have what customers say about things. Yeah. They have like, even if they haven't tried it themselves, they can be like, Oh yeah. Every single person that buys this, like raves about it says yeah. that it's, or you can be like, what's your best whatever. Seller? Yeah, exactly. What's your best seller? Cause like, like, there's probably a reason it's a bestseller. Yeah. It, probably a combination between price point and quantity for price. Yeah. But yeah, like, definitely utilizing the people who work there is the best way. Especially, like you said, be like, yeah, I want a more body high, but I don't want it to make me feel groggy. 
You know? Because yeah. there's definitely... You can yeah. be like, I want to be euphoric and relaxed, but I also want to be, like, social and not, mm. like, falling asleep. Yeah. Like, you can... You can... There's, like, a balance of everything. Like, they, they, mm-hmm. they do so much... They do. In the industry. Especially, I will say also, if you want to start out with something that's more CBD heavy, that will probably give you, well, it will give you that, like, great fuzzy feeling with that, with less of the actual, like, highness. So, like, also finding something that's higher in CBD is also really great because, oh my god, CBD gives you the fuzzy feelings. I can't explain it. That's, except for... Gives you the warms and fuzzies, and you just yeah. feel nice without feeling. I I'd say CBD gives you what indica wants to, to give, be. Wants to be, yeah, but with like also a little bit of highness, yeah, because you just that's yeah. major THC. When we went, when we went hiking, when we were camping, and we were eating mm-hmm. those um the five to one gummies, yeah, so five um CBD to one THC, um and. But they were, yeah, so they were five grams, uh, or five grams. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a lot. Five milligrams of THC and then like 25 milligrams of CBD. Mm -hmm. And we just like ate a bunch of those and that was like a lovely hike. Yeah. Except for when we started getting a little scared because (laughs) we were talking about folklore. Well, no, the trees started making not not normal tree noises okay i thought i heard one that sounded kind of like bear growl ish and that's what got me kind of freaked out because we were in an area that bears bears, bears are there bears are there Bar- <laughs> <laughs> oh. um but yeah i know like that was that was that was a good hike yeah all right so let's wrap it up here we could probably close out with, like, best and worst experiences. Yeah, let's, experiences. let's close out with best and worst. Let's start with our worst experiences and then do our best so we can leave on a positive note. Is, I don't think I have a best. Oh, I do. Okay. Damn. All right, so we are going to wrap up the podcast with talking about our worst and best personal experiences with cannabis. Would you like to go Would first? you? Uh, you want me to go first? Do okay. you want to start with your worst and then I'll go with my worst? Um, okay, so uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go with my worst. So it was when I was, I was probably like 19 or 20, somewhere around there, and I only hung out with my boyfriend's friends at the time because I was in a really bad isolated relationship. Oh. Um and so we only ever really saw his friends. But I I mean I liked his friends enough that I could still enjoy myself and we were at a house party and I had done one of the remember before like vape pens were a thing when it was like the volcano vapes and you'd mm. fill the bag. So I had taken one of those bags to my face. I had eaten mushrooms. Why? I had been drinking. Oh, boy. And the only thing I remember was I was laying on, like, a kitchen island that was long enough for me to lay my entire (laughs) body on. And I was laying on it. And it was, like, one of those ones where it's, like, kind of a corner. There's, like... 
two sides of counter. Yeah. So I was laying on one side and there's people literally all around the rest of like the island standing around talking. And I'm just participating in the conversation, but from laying down as if they're like standing over me in a fucking funeral. Like it was the most bizarre fucking thing. And then, um, somebody was cooking opium on the stove, like literally right next to my head and might've lit my hair on fire. Oh my gosh. So, so that I'd probably say was the worst. And then also when we left the party, my uh, boyfriend was driving because I was all kinds of fucked up and he was not as fucked (laughs) up as I was. And, um, I forgot my glasses at the house party. So oh no. we, and we were already like it was like a 20 minute drive. We were already like almost home and we had to turn around and go back and oh. get my glasses and then drive back home again. And it was it was a very bad night and I was not a happy person. Okay. I mean, mine's similar to the effect that I was hanging out with my boyfriend and his dad's girlfriend's son and we made a waterfall bong which you know taking a gallon of milk and then filling it with water putting the bowl on top stabbing the bottom of it lighting the bowl so as the water is going down it's pulling the bowl and all of the smoke similar to a grass yeah sim- yeah exactly yeah so then um i take a hit of that i absolutely like i absolutely die like you i I end up, I go lay down in my boyfriend's room because I, and just, I turned on the TV, but I could only stare at the ceiling. He eventually, my boyfriend eventually came in to check on me when I was actually finally good enough to actually like just be sitting there chilling. But no, for, I don't know how long it was, but for a good minute there, I was just staring at the ceiling and it was awful. Yeah, I I actually have a similar story to that too. It wasn't as bad as getting my head lit my my hair lit on fire um by someone cooking opium while I was under the influence of multiple dr- drugs and substances. Um but anyway, uh <laughs> it was a it was a grav that we had made out of a um not a like gallon mm. jug thing, but one of those um not the full size one, but mm. you know, like the Poland Springs oh, bubbler yeah, 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 things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah, was yeah. one of those yeah, yeah, yeah. in a trash can full of water. Jeez. And the bowl was fucking huge. Yeah, it has to be. There was probably, like, literally an entire eighth in this yeah. fucking bowl. In order to have that, yeah, in order to fill up that space, that volume with smoke, yeah. And we, like, pulled it and got it, like, all the way to the fucking top. And the smoke inside of it was, like, so dense and so yellow. <laughs> and I fucking cleared the whole thing. Oh, what a bad decision. Why would you do that? So I end up going into the other room and I'm laying down on the couch and somebody had music playing. So I was just literally laying on the couch, listening to the music and watching my hand move. 
because that was basically just the only thing I could mm-hmm. bring myself to do. And I, uh, yeah, I, I did that probably for like an hour and I made, um, my friend put on a song or two songs on repeat that were songs that they had made, um, as part of, they were in like school for audio engineering Mm. and they had recorded these songs And I guess the story behind the two songs was that the guy showed up already tripping on something, I don't know what, just went into the booth with a guitar and started playing and they recorded it. And one song was about bears and one song was about whales. And they were fucking hilarious to me. And it actually breaks me that I'll never hear this again because it's not something that's out on the internet anywhere. But it was, like, the funniest thing. Um, Like, there are some small, like, lyrics I remember. I, I definitely couldn't sing it and I would not try to. But there was, like, one that's like, I wish I was a killer whale because they're cooler than you. They're cooler than you, cooler than you. Whales are cooler than you. I don't want to be your friend because you're not a whale. Like, that was what the song was. And I would listen to this song and just be dying laughing the whole time. And that was, like, my comfort song. So that time when I did that, it actually wasn't all that bad of an experience. I just laid down and listened to a dude tripping singing about whales. Okay, then. So that's my... My experience. So what's your best experience? Oh, so my my best experience was when, uh, so my cousin Katie and I had did a road trip from San Francisco and we ended at Anaheim and our last two days in Anaheim were at Disney. So I was driving because I was the only one old enough to lease a car at the time. So I was driving and I was like, hey, I want to go to, to LA just for a dispensary. And she goes, you're the one driving. That if you want to make that out of the way, like, if you want to make that, like, sure. So we went, went to the dispensary, felt a lot like getting buzzed into jail. (laughs) But, um, so got, I bought some edibles and, like, my first vape pen and, um, it was Dutchie was the brand. It's a very, it's a fun brand. It's very baseball themed. But yeah. I, I had a Dutchie pen. But um, so we had gone to that day. So our tickets for Disney were the next day. But you don't need tickets to go into downtown Disney. So what we did was, well, what I did was I took um, some of the edibles that I had bought. And I ate it while we were going down into downtown Disney. And when I tell you my cousin had to go, Rebecca, you're skipping. Stop. I was... When I, I was I'm just, sorry. She told you to stop skipping. I'm you're in downtown Disney, whether you're stoned or not. I was euphoric. Oh my God. It was why, such a good time. Why wasn't she skipping is actually the question. she wasn't high. You shouldn't have to be high to skip in downtown Disney. Yeah. So, oh, it was such a good time. We had dinner there at uh, the Naples restaurant, the Italian one. 
and just like bippity bopped around and I was super stoned. Bippity boppity booped around. Yeah. And I was super stoned and it's one of the best days of my life easily. I, I still remember. I'm just like everything, the colors were so much brighter. Everything was wonderful. Yeah. It was so great. I I have I have two because I want to, I, I have an honorable mention because it's a more recent experience. Um, mm-hmm. But my my all-time greatest experience with cannabis products is THC lube. <laughs> and honestly, that's all I'm going to say about that's it. That's all you need to say. Like, <laughs> just like, just imagine body high with like very minimal head high. Head high and sex it's just try it um but i will say that one of my now new favorite memories is us when we were away for my 30th birthday and we went to myrtle beach and we took okay a shit ton of edibles at the aquarium yes and just gallivanted around the aquarium. Yeah, no, that was that was fun for too. so long. That picture that you have of me mm-hmm. in the in the penguin dome, where I'm literally like, you can Durping. tell I'm just like stoned and just like, like, oh my god, oh man, we'll have to post that on the Instagram. We will, but we will. Uh, but yeah, so so I think I think that's a good a good place to to end it off it is um thank you again to the greatest hits for the wonderful grand opening block party we cannot wait to swing by again and at some point i'm gonna bring my dad yeah Mm -hmm. and i think at some point i am gonna buy that turp pen and start buying concentrates because i'm just gonna start being that person all right cool all right stay high everybody say bye-bye reed (laughs) bye-bye reed (laughs) say (laughs) bye-bye